All right, guys, welcome to the first episode of Street Power Podcast. We are over here at Danny Maywell, Danny Madewell's crib in Western Kentucky. Danny, how you doing today, man? Uh, pretty damn good, but still. Doing pretty good. So we've been doing a little uh, test and tuning here on right. a track that you lease, correct? Correct. How's it going? Um, it's actually going a whole lot better than I uh, thought it would. We uh, Last year we had uh, stock shocks in the truck and they were in the stock location. And this year we got a set of strange double adjustable shocks. And, you know, it's, it's a big deal. Um, it's so much easier to tune and, you know, be able to get something to work on the street. Uh, being how the truck has a set of stock leaf springs uh, and slacker bars. And, uh, I mean, it's just really the truck is basic. It's it's the cheapest of the cheapest almost, you know, to say in the nice way as possible without hurting my own feelings. But, uh, I mean, it's a stock suspension truck, stock frame rails, but... Uh, it's these, all it's all metal too. Yeah, there, there's no uh, fiberglass the truck, at all. There's not a piece of fiberglass on the truck. It's got steel hood. Steel, I mean, it's got chrome bumpers in front and back. No roll pan. Uh, all glass windows. Stock interior. I mean, I turn the radio on when I'm cruising. Right. So you can run pump gas, and you can also run race fuel too. Um, what what kind of race fuel do you run in that thing? Uh, usually, when when like uh, like say we run on street, we'll run on ASM pump gas. And uh, I know, yeah, I mean, once we put this wherever, people are going to be like, oh, my God, you put 87 in that thing. It's a low compression 327. It don't make a lot of power on motor. But uh, when we race, we run Renegade. We run uh, that 112, the Pro 112 Renegade stuff. And it is awesome. We try, we try some BP stuff. And, I mean, I like it. It's, it's a great fuel, too. But uh, we, put, we started using that Renegade stuff. And... Customer support, great people, uh, and the, the truck runs cooler. The tunes are, are safer. Uh, you know, the fuel is more flexible. We just, we enjoy running the Renegade race fuel. So, you started this project at a pretty young age. Right. You started it while you was in school. Yeah. You and your dad, right? Yeah, when I was, uh, well, let me see here, I got my phone out. When I was, I remember being uh, almost turning 15, so I was around... Yeah, you know, almost 15. And if I can go back here in these pictures real quick, let's see. Yeah, when I first got the truck, the first day we brought it home was February 29, uh, 2016. So and you're 18 now. And I'm 18 now, yeah. So, yeah, it's been it's been a little, you know, four years ago. Uh, so when we brought the truck home, it had, you know, it, it's 86610. I mean, it, it had rust on the bed, uh, cab corners, rockers, all that were shot. Um, but the body was straight. I mean, uh, bed was, bed was straight, everything. So our plans was, you know, heck, I'm a young kid. This is my first vehicle. We picked it up for 500 bucks running and driving. I'm drive just, to school. Yeah, I'm just going to drive to school. So we was going to paint it. We was going to fix the rust and everything. So we we did. We, we stick to the plan. We started fixing the rust and everything and, and new bedsides and rockers and everything. We primed it. And then I was like, hey, let's go racing and Dad was like, "Oh no, not, not, <laughs> you know, you know, young kid, yeah. you ain't getting racing." Not, not really, but I mean, you know, but I told him, I said, "Dad, you know, I, I, I think I want to go racing with it." And he was like, "Well," he said, "You know, there's there's one thing you're gonna have to do if you want to go racing." And I said, "What's that?" He said, "Do it yourself." And not saying that as in he wouldn't help me or anything, but 
you know, we can't take this somewhere and we can't have people build our motors and people tune our stuff and, and you know, stuff like that. It's an expense thing. Yeah. You got to do it yourself because labor is pricey and especially on anything racing. I mean, uh, chassis work, expensive. Having somebody put a motor together, that's expensive. And, uh, you know, having somebody have to come to the track and tune your stuff or, or come to the street and have to tune your stuff or anything, it's it's real pricey. So he said, you know what, you're going to have to do it yourself. You do use a pretty local machine shop. I mean, everybody around here knows him for really good work. Right. Yeah, so. we use uh, Dave Jones, Jones Machine Shop. He uh, he really helps us out. All the motors I've ever put together, he does all my machine work. So, and Shout he, out to that guy. For yeah, sure. shout out He's to a one-man shop. Yep, one-man shop. Uh, awesome work. He's a great guy, too. I love David. He's, he's awesome. So... Back to the, uh, you run race fuel, obviously, whenever you're, you know, you're, yeah. yeah, whenever you're spraying. What, so, what do you use? You, you don't, we, I know who the company is that you use, um, but the word NOS, that's, we're just going to throw it out of the window right now. Yeah. People who say NOS needs to be kicked out of the shop. Right. Yeah, those are the <laughs> That's guys, what you drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those are the guys that have watched the Fast and Furious shows <laughs> and, and uh, you know, high school. I mean, there's grown adults to do it, but, you know, those are the guys that, that run around with the cars with the big tilty wheels and stuff like that. So, if you run NOS, NOS, you drink it, you don't drive it. <laughs> That's right. You don't, you don't, uh, you don't pour NOS into your, you know. NOS, NOS is, NOS is actually a brand of, of nitrous stuff, and we use a little bit of NOS stuff. Um but that's that's the abbreviation NOS nitrous oxide systems. But people shorten it up, and I mean it's like it's I've seen this somewhere. Somebody did a video on nitrous systems, and they said you know people that call it NOS, it's like people calling a tissue Kleenex. Yeah, so, so it's I, not the so, same. Yeah, you know, and I mean I understand it sometimes, but I'm like, look, just call it nitrous spray, anything really. So who do you who do you go for or go to for your nitrous? Uh, nitrous Express. For sure. We ran a lot. I, I mean, like when I started out, I ran a cheater plate. And uh, we uh, we started out with a cheater plate. And, I mean, that, you know, that stuff is great. It's good. But uh, Nitrous Express sent us a Maximizer 5 and another plate and some solenoids and bottles and everything. And you, you can't beat their customer support. Look, that's a big thing for me. Um, I will, you know, use a product and be okay with it and everything. But if their customer service but if there. I can go somewhere, because see, that's me. I'm a question asker. I like to blow people's phone up. I like to get as much info as I can about stuff because that's just it. I got to do it by myself. I don't have money to take it to people and spend money on their info. I want to, you know, be able to do it myself because I think. But that's see, that's a win-win. You're, right, you're not just learning by yourself to do this for, you know, future reference or somebody that needs help. You can't just be like, well, I called this guy. He told me what to do. Be like, no, I'm here to help you. I right. can help you myself. I've learned all of this. This yeah. is what I've been through. Absolutely. You know, I've messed up myself, but this is what they told me. This is how I fixed it. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, saying? those first couple of motors I built, me and Dad put those things together. And I, I think the first one we built was either three or four rods were in backwards. So they weren't, you know, the, they weren't facing the crank fillet, nothing like that. Four of them, three, three or four of them. And, uh, I mean, it was... Learning experience. Watching, watching the oil gauge go to zero, you know, you're like, oh, my God. So but about the third motor we put together, we had a good, you know, a good piece of machinery. We, uh, 
I ran it for a year, a year and a half. I drove it on the street. I probably put 10,000 miles on that motor. Um, after running it on motor for a long time, you know, we started, you know, I was like, you know, let's spray it. You know, it's the cheapest power adder. We're broke. You know, let's just spray it. We're like, okay. So, uh, yeah, we put that cheater plate on there and um, followed the guidelines, unfortunately, of 80s technology of squaring the jets. We had 63 jets squared in there. And uh, we was we, we we wasn't pulling any timing. We just set the timing. We set the timing four degrees lower than you know what you would start out at and total timing on you know what we was running at the time, which was thirty eight degrees. So we we just you know turned the distributor pulled pulled four degrees out of it and uh, we sprayed it. And I mean it worked, but we ended up kicking a rod. Um, we was you know pushing a little stock GM pink rod a little more than we should, but. Um, it was a learning experience, you know, you learn from stuff like that, and, uh, those, you know, learning experiences are expensive, but if but you can do you better learn, the next though. time, yeah, if, if you can do better the next time, which is great, so right now we got this little 338, it's, you know, 327 inch based motor, um, still the same block, 60 yard block, and, uh, I mean, we got a stock crank and a stock block, and we're, we're, we're spraying a decent amount, but I mean, we, I've blown people's phones up. I've spent time on the forums. Um, and, but the forums can get you in trouble. If, you know, anytime you use a forum, take the knowledge from that, write it down. Ask call, somebody call that knows somebody what's going on. on the phone and say, hey, I read this on a forum. Let me know what you think. And they'll either say, you know, like Monty Scranton. Monty Scranton passed away a couple of years ago, and he was, he was my dad's engine builder. I could call him at 2 in the morning and say, hey, I read this on a forum. What do you think? And he would either say, that guy's an idiot. He has no idea what he's talking about. Or he could say, you know, uh, you know, that's that's good, but there's a couple ways you could tweak it. So using forums, you got to kind of watch yourself. But uh, I, I, that's all I do. You know, this is a sport that I really love, and I spend all my time, you know, either working on the truck, researching something, figure out ways we can get better, how I can better, you know, our equipment, how I can make it last longer, stuff like that, because, you know, I do not have, you know, a big dollar. Uh, I have a job, you know, and I work my can off every day, you know, to be able to bring home money so that I can buy fuel, buy fluids, plugs, you know. Whatever you got to do to get yeah, to the next race. Whatever I got to do to get to the next so, race. So, now that we've pretty well extinguished your mess-ups and yeah. your learning experiences, I want to hear the first time you hit a two-step. <laughs> oh, first time getting on the trans brake. Well, let me see. That was... Okay, hold on. Let's, let's start from the beginning of that one. Uh, Mo and Bug Burke, uh, super awesome guys from Lewisport. They helped me out an insane amount. Dad's been buddies with them for years. But, uh, you know, we told them I was going to get back into racing. And I remember my first sponsor, really, you know, first kind of... Kind of outside sponsor, other than, you know, mom and dad helping me out, you know, here, let's go to O'Reilly's and buy, you know, a set of gaskets and stuff like that. The first, you know, what felt to me as a sponsor was Mo Burke. There was a set of 13.5 drag radials that they had on uh, Bug's car. And they were sitting there for sale, and they were sitting there, and they were sitting there. And he was like, you know what, tell your boy, take them home and use them. And I was like, holy smokes, you know what I mean? We got this used set of slicks, well, drag radios, but I'm like, holy smokes, you know, people are helping us. 
And uh, Mo and Bug have been there, you know, almost since the beginning. They have helped us out a ton. The first time I got on the two-step, they had a transmission in their shop. It was a Turbo 400. And we were sitting there one night, and he's like, hey, help me load up this transmission. I'm like, all right, you know, not a problem. And he had two. And I said, well, what are these going to? He said, one's going to you. And I was like, holy smokes, you know what I mean? Someone's just going to, you know, help us out this big. And so we got uh, that transmission redone that had a brake in it. And I'm like, holy smokes, a trans brake. <laughs> Didn't know what was going on. <laughs> so uh, last year when we got it all together, we go out there to test. And I'm like, yeah, trans brake. So I Didn't know there. what you were doing. <laughs> no, I, did, I just mashed the button and then just put it to the wood. And it was like, and you let go of the button and it, you know, freaking – Put your helmet through the back glass, and I was like, "Yeah, I like." I'm addicted. Stuff. I like this little trans brake deal right here. <laughs> Dude, that was a blast right there. So, what was your next step after your trans brake, though? What What did you move on? Was that Was your nitrous after that? No. Well, I'm glad you're kind of breaking it up into that because that's a lot of stuff that you know lets you know where we started. We started foot brake in the truck. It was an all motor truck. It's always been stock suspension. It, you know, we started hard tires, street tires, slicks, drag radials, uh, which a lot of people, like, say, if somebody goes out there and throw a bunch of money at a car, buy one new, it's already got a brake on it. It's already got this. They're, they're, they're not going through the steps. Right. And I think that's what makes someone, and if they stay mated to that car and driver, that's what makes somebody, Jody Smith. Jody Smith. He's had that truck for a long time, and he's been with it every step. And you go out there and you watch Jody Smith, and you go, he works smokes. It. How in the world he didn't lift not one bit? Jody Smith's a badass. Well, yeah, he knows that truck. He knows what it does. When it moves a little bit, he knows how to how to correct it. And, and just like me, I've been in this truck since it had a stock 305, and then we put a 327 in it, and then we blew it up, and we put a you know, 60 over 327 in it, and we started spraying it. I started from the bottom and progressed with this thing. Started at the bottom, now we're here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's just... Is I almost just damn near forgot your question. So basically, the steps going up to two step, which come first, your nitrous plate or your two step? Yeah, we sprayed it first, uh, which is kind of funny because we uh, we would foot brake it real hard, and I've always ran my nitrous system on a button. Um, everybody is I don't I can't tell you how many times people have been like, oh, put a why don't throttle switch on it, put a micro switch on it. Look, that's not what I want to do. It's my truck, and I like it because say. You get out there about 100 foot, and this thing starts getting a little walky on you. Well, if you're sideways, you can let out that butt, but stay in the gas. Once that thing gets straightened up, let's just get back in the kit. You know what I mean? That's just stuff that I've always liked, and, and instead of killing the whole power of the truck, letting out in the chassis. You can just let a little, of a, little bit of a go. kill a little bit of power and, and, and go with it like that. So we had, to, we had a plate on it first, and then we had the uh, two-step. But see... We had, I would trans brake it, and I would, you know, put it to the wood, let go of the brake, and then grab the button. Well, a few months ago, we figured out, you know, hey, you can put two relays to it, and a bunch of wires, two five-wire relays. You can plug your trans brake into it and run your nitrous wire into it, click both the buttons at the same time, but say once your trans brake wire or your trans brake button. Your nitrous kicks in as soon as you let off your trans. In. Yeah, the relays, one open and closed. But uh, when you get a Nitrous Express Maximizer 5 box, uh, you ain't even got to worry about that. You just run, you know, trans brake wire to the box and you're... Speaking of that, you're fixing to go get your truck rewired. I am. 
I have been on the phone with Victor from Haltech, and uh, you know we're gonna try to uh, go do some Haltech stuff. Uh, we got another vehicle we're putting together. We're gonna put the Maximizer Five and uh, you know Seven AL box and stuff in it. But uh, like Jody Smith, uh, Landon Ham, Robert Miles, they have been you know talking to me. Hey, Haltech, Haltech, Haltech. We got a quote from Victor, and we've been talking about it, and we are really wanting to take this truck up to Lexington and get, you know, the Haltech stuff done. So we are going to uh, switch over to Haltech, have Victor wire it. Um, the truck right now is an absolute mess because I never have time to do anything but just either go to a race. Like, uh, I'm going to recap the week. So Monday, um, I went to work. After I got off of work, I came home and I messed with the truck. And drank a bunch of RCs. And I drank a bunch of RCs. Yeah, that's what I'm drinking right now. Uh, well, I worked on a truck. Tuesday, I worked. I come home, I worked on a truck. Wednesday, I came home, I worked on a truck. Thursday, we went and tested at Steersman's Road. Yes, Friday, I remember that. we went to Windy Hollow and we ran the truck backwards. That and was a lot of fun. That was That a was a good fun. night. Yeah. Um, we... Yeah, was, I'm just gonna say it was a lot of fun. And then <laughs> yesterday, Saturday, we uh, you know went to the track and ran it the correct way, and uh, we made good we made good time. We we did we uh, we got a little draggy in the thing, and, and we you know did decent times. Let's pause right there. You got a you got a device named Draggy. Anybody draggy. who is interested in trying to find their own times and on stuff like that on the street. Mm-hmm. Tell them about this draggy system, and then we'll go back to this conversation. Because that draggy thing, from what I've seen from it, is not, it, it's just badass. Yeah, uh, draggy is, I don't even know what to compare it to. Okay, if you got like one of them hot dog iPhone 4s now, this thing is smaller than an iPhone 4. <laughs> and the iPhone 4s are super small. So, And it's got a magnet on the bottom. And if you got a, you know, if you ain't got a Pro Mod, well, hell, you can stick this little thing anywhere. It's got a big magnet on it. So... I stick it on the truck. Um, you connect it to your phone, and it, it's like a data log. It pull, you know, it shows how many G's you pull. You're 60 foot. You're 330. You're mile an hour at the eighth mile mark. Your eighth mile time. Um, there's tons of more stuff. It's just a do. good tool. Yeah, it is a great tool if you're going to go street racing. And the cool thing about it is it's very affordable. It's what 200 bucks. No, it's like it's it. 150 bucks. The app on your phone is free. And say if you're out there and you're just going to test all day. Well, you, you know, sometimes when you're street racing you don't know if you're going to pick up time or not so to have that you know you can make a hit make adjustments put your drag in it see if it helped if it didn't you know we need to go opposite direction or anything it's just uh, i love it uh, i got mine a week ago and uh, it's some pretty cool stuff i like it a whole lot it's helped you a lot oh my gosh yeah because we, we've made changes and we're like oh yeah this will be bitching this is sweet <laughs> this this, bitching. yeah this will be great and we make a pass and we're like oh my god it felt fast, but it was, it was slower. not fast. Yeah. <laughs> Came out the hole quick. So, I know he's going to go back to what we were talking about, but there's some there's something I really want to get to. Okay. How are you handling this corona epidemic going around? Uh, You know what? I haven't, I mean, I'm old grass for a living. We own a lawn and landscape business, and, uh, you know, coronavirus or not, people need their damn grass cut. So, you know, cut and dry right yeah, there. That that part of work, it hasn't affected me none. But the racing lifestyle but has. Racing, 
Um, it, you know, you would think it did, but it really hasn't. Not on the street. Not on the street. And you know what? I know this sounds terrible, but this coronavirus stuff has brought a lot of people to the street that never said they would street race. This coronavirus stuff is, you know, uh, putting street racing, you know, not back on the map. It's never left. But, you know, a lot of people are coming out and they're street racing. And they're like, holy smokes, you know, and this stuff is cool. And what's crazy about it is there's a lot of people who bracket race or just straight track race that are going to the street. Right. Even if it, even if it's a closed event, running backwards on a track or something. Yeah, they're, they're, they're enjoying it a hell of a lot more than just waiting, you know, once a week to hit the track. Right, because the streets are open 24-7. You know, guys, we're not saying to go out there and do illegal shit. We're just sitting there saying, if you enjoy the sport, or if you just want to get there and have fun, you know, find you an old back road or something. Find your back road. Uh, We we out here, we got a couple back roads, and we hit them up a lot, and we have a blast. We we always have blasts. I never go, and you know, you saying the coronavirus has this affected the racing for me. You know, I've done a lot of cool stuff since this coronavirus has happened. Uh, We went to Mississippi. Uh, with me, Joey Smith, Landon Helm. We went up there to Mississippi, and we ran with J.J. Who's um, J.J.? Just go ahead and say it. People who um, don't know him. J.J. the ball. J.J. the ball. Yeah. Uh, now, we went up there with J.J., and, uh, you know, we raced uh, Chelsea. Chelsea got a big 606, and she beat us by half a car. Um, now, if I, if I could go back and do different things, I probably wouldn't have showed up with a 320 gear in the 9-inch, but... You know, we have been driving it all over. We have been, you know, cruising what you had in through it. the street. Yeah, and that's just what I had in it. And the last minute thing, we're like, screw it, put it on the trailer, let's go. So we went all the way down there to Mississippi and raced Chelsea, and she beat us by half a car. And, I mean, we, you know, people go, man, why go out there and lose that money every weekend? Look, I like racing. I don't care if it costs me $500 or $1,000 or anything. I'm going to go racing at whatever it costs because that's just what I love to do. You, it's not just because it's what you love to do as well. I mean, you got supportive parents that support you right, and everything that, that's you do. a big deal. As long as you're making the right decisions in life, they're going to support you. Absolutely. Uh, I'm 18 years old. I still live at home. Now, and that's a big reason why I get to throw money at the truck the way I do. And I'm not saying I throw a bunch at it, but I don't have bills. You know, I mean, I, I, I pay, you know, uh, I know some people do the hell no, you ain't got to pay it on gas. I, you know, I ain't got it that easy. But, you know, what, what's mine, I got to pay for and everything. And, you know, I want Your something. dad made it pretty clear if there's parts or something, you're paying for it. Yeah, so. if there's something I got to buy, you know, I got to pay for it. If there's something I got to build, I got to build it, you know. There's a lot of people out there that, you know, and it's usually the people that don't race, you know, like the kids at the plaza and stuff, which is a local uh, hang spot that we got in Owensboro. You know, the people at the closet, oh, yeah, Dad built that truck. You know, they're nuts. It's cool, but it's not yeah. realistic. <laughs> yeah, you know, people people like to, to run the jaw, and that's fine, you know. I mean, I like to run, you know, I like to run the jaw, too. But you're there to back it up. But, you know. And you ain't yeah. paying no punk out money. <laughs> no. That's for damn sure. <laughs> we made a post of that. We, we showed up Friday to run the track backwards, and I had went through everything and changed plug, plug wires, couldn't figure it out, and we had to leave. And I didn't have a rotor cap or a rotor button at the house. And I'm like, oh, no. And uh, it's missing on, you know, every other cylinder or so. And I'm like, mm, down, you know, down a cylinder every once in a while. And uh, I posted a picture because we had locked in races that night. I said, you know, I said, uh, down a cylinder. But ain't paying no punk out money. Ain't paying no punk out money. <laughs> yeah. 
I'll, uh, I'll show up with some hurt stuff, you know, unless I'm going to hurt it real bad. But I'm going to show up, you know, with stuff that, you know, if it's not tip top, uh, I hate to do it. But, you know, I want to race. I'm probably going to go race. I don't like paying. I've never paid punk out money, and I'm not going to pay punk out money. I don't care if I'm going somewhere and I know you're going to mop my ass. I'm not paying punk out money. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. just, it's just. It's not saying, you know, you're going to go out there and just hurt your stuff. It's just making a statement and saying, hey, I right. like to race in. Whether my shit's hurt or not, I'm there to have fun. Right. And, I mean, back to, to support parents and everything. Anytime I've wanted to go racing, mom and dad have, you know, they have been like, well, this week, you know, I think we should take a break. Or, you know, you know, there's other things we can go do. Mom and dad have always been like, hey, let's go. Uh you know, mom works up there with uh, JJ and him. Um, every time we got a JJ's arm drop, I'm a mechanic on the cars, and mom's at the t-shirt or the uh, gate selling tickets and stuff. And I mean, me and mom, we we go racing everywhere. Uh, I mean, we just we do it all. We have fun. It doesn't matter what it costs. Uh, we're gonna spend the money. Uh, we're gonna bet the money. We're gonna you know we're gonna go out there and have a good time. And guess what? We have been to Memphis and raced them before we was, you know, buddies with all of them. And we have went down there and we've won decent money. We have also left places with wondering, holy smokes, you know. We've lost a lot of money. Know, we got enough gas to make it home. I hope you ain't hungry. You know what I mean? And but it, it's, it's all, it's it's all sort of part an, of it, yeah, though. It's an exaggeration, but I mean, you know, we've that is part of it. You know, you ain't going to win every time you come out. There's people that I know of that will not bring their car out unless they know they're 100% going to win because they're not in it for the fun. And that's okay. You know what I mean? If there's something well, it's not okay by me, but or by me. I'm there yeah. for the fun of right. it. Right. But I mean, that's the whole part, point. I'm not going to knock on somebody, you know what I mean? Because they do it because they see it as a competitive sport, which it is. But they see it as in, if I'm not going to go out there and win, I ain't going. You know, I feel that way sometimes. But you still show up. Uh, but I show up and I have fun. You know, sometimes I join races where I know I'm outgunned and the big dogs are there. But you know what? If I can make it around or or I lose first round or I win the whole thing, I got to go racing. You got to go racing. And I had a blast. Okay, so we already know call-outs are welcome. Oh, for sure. Okay, so for Danny sure. Midwell drives the milk truck. The junk truck. No, it ain't the junk truck. We all know that. Okay, so his Instagram handle is T-H-A, the, underscore, milk, underscore, truck. Man. Milk man. Yeah, milk junk man. Truck. I'm sorry. Milk man. That's awfully goofy. No, not really. It's kind of badass. Separates you from a lot of people out there because there's a lot of vehicles out there that's named the same thing. So he is always down for a good time. Whether he's going to win or lose, it doesn't matter. He's going to yeah, take a call out. It don't matter. But... The next step that I kind of want to get to this conversation, we're going to kind of get technical here. Okay. We've already kind of went over that you do a lot of your own motor work. Yeah, don't get too technical because I ain't that smart. Well, we're going to break down a little bit. I might pick your brain for a second here. Right. So, what is your routine right after a race? You load the trailer up, or either, either you drive it home or you load it up on a trailer. Right. What do you do as soon as you get home with the truck? You don't want to know. Yeah, do you let it sit there, don't you? 
<laughs> I leave it sitting on the damn trailer. Let it uh, sit on the trailer. Right now, last night, uh, we went racing, and the steersman called me. A good buddy of mine, Jason Steersman. He goes, no, hey. we was tuning last night, testing. Yeah, we yeah we was testing last night, and uh, the steersman <laughs> called, and he goes, I'm making burgers. And I said, well, I'm leaving the track. I'm going to drop it off, and I'm hopping into daily and heading that way. And it's been sitting there since. <laughs> it's been sitting there since. It's rained on it and everything. But but it's a it's a daily driver. It can be a daily driver. Oh, yeah. We, we dailyed it for a couple weeks there, a month or so ago. Yeah, a couple weeks. I mean, it had, it's got a 320 gear in it and a, and a three-speed turbo 400. I mean, with a 320 gear, you can – I think we did it. It's pretty well all-around good gear. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to go to a 355 or – something 373 373 but uh we were rolling 70 mile an hour at like 2500 rpms and not bad here and i was like i like this a lot because used to when i was dialing my truck a couple years ago when i had that first 327 in it it had a 410 gear in it and i live ah. in utica yeah rpms up rpm to get to town just around the speed limit it's always fun oh for sure okay so the next technical question I got for you here. Uh-oh. How many times have you tore your motor down this year? Uh, well, Since January. Since January. Zero times. What you talking about? Let you, me see. You haven't had to tear it down that one time? No. Take heads off or anything? No. It's a streetcar. Streetcar. <laughs> no, here, let me see. We built this motor a year and a half ago. We're, we're going on year two with it. And I'm going to say we tore it down over the winter just to look at, you know, what your internals look like bearing clearances and and all that and uh let's see i'm getting close i know i am this so this was when we went to cali with jj this is and i'm struggling when did i pull so you have while you're looking for that you haven't you haven't toured down any this year and last year once right yeah and, and it was over the winter when we weren't racing or anything i had time i'm like look if the thing needs new bearings we'll put new bearings in it the thing needs new rings in it we'll put new rings in it Okay, here we go. And you don't go all high-tech on rings. Right. You pretty well get really affordable rings and parts. Oh, no, we did. Uh, last year, when we put it together, we did not tear it down once. We tore it down February 3rd of this year, and we had it in the truck February 3rd. <laughs> <laughs> so that was an early morning. So it was. Yeah, Is that when you had long hair? No. No, I had short hair, see? Oh, let's see it now. Okay, let, let's talk about your uh, your head shaving ordeal. Oh my gosh, that's what everyone was talking about. Well, no. it's, it's a funny it's a funny subject. Did you do the call out on that? No. Um, I went. It was the first time I met JJ, and uh, there it is. Yeah, you had old cowboy short hair. Yes, sir. And uh, we uh, he came there, and first pair down was me and this kid Blake Beavers from. Uh, in town, and we had just put the motor in the truck that night, or the night before, and we hadn't made one leak on it. We loaded it straight on the trailer and took it there, and first round, I called out Blake, and I was like, you know, we're going to get that ass, and I let go of the button, and it was a freaking pig, dude. <laughs> I had no time with him over nothing, and he beat us by half a car, so it wasn't, there was no space, and, uh, that night, because see, I, I mean, it's on I, YouTube. Yeah, I've always wanted to beat him again. You know what I mean? But I don't think he's gonna put it back together. He's had that Turbo Four Hundred sitting in his garage for half a year or so. Go buy it. 
No, he uh, he blew it. Up. Oh, you blew it up. Yeah, he blew it up that night. Judging the race, and I've tried to race him since then, and he just he ain't put it in the car. He's, he works a lot, and I mean I don't blame him. So long but story I short, to redeem myself. But second round or second pass was my buddy Joe Raymer from. He, I mean, he lives in Kentucky. He's just up here around Hartford, Beaver Dam, Horse Branch, something like that. And I was like, uh, he was gonna race carp, and I'm you know up there kind of running the mouth a little reckless. And JJ was like, well, "Why don't you bet that hair against my 500? That carp will gap my boy Joe Raymer." And I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, really? What's what's hair against 500 dollars?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure, we'll do that." And uh, they get up there and they're running, and they leave, and Joe is in the cut. And I mean, they're they're going, and uh, they go through the line, and carp won, but you're like, "Is it a gap?" So they come running up through there, running up through there, and Joe, I look at him, and I just hold my hands out. I'm like, is it a gap? And he was like, yeah, it was a little gap. And I'm like, oh, he forgot to turn the nitrous activation switch on. So he ran it on motor and got gapped by, you know, three or four feet. But uh, A know, gap's a gap. A gap's a gap, and a bet's a bet. So I went up there and planted my ass in the chair, and they took the clippers to me. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got done racing that morning. The way you said it looked at me, you're like, my fucking hair. <laughs> We got done racing that night at around uh, 4.45, something like that. And at 6.30, I was at Walmart. At the Walmart now, we got the cost cutters, you know what I'm doing, the place. And I was in there, and I'm like, look, just skin her back. Because they did a absolutely terrible job. Look, that pe- one of the one of my long pieces of hair, I mean, there was like, like, it was a good piece of hair, and it was still as long as my other one. They just left it, like, on the side. It was like a sideways right tail. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's nice. And uh, Then went to cost cutters in Walmart. Cost cutters. $8 at 6.30 in the morning. That's a deal right there. And, uh, they were like, yeah, because I walked in, and they were like, what in the world is up with you? And I was like, uh, you know, I just I had a buddy cut my hair. They were like, well, he did a terrible job. I'm like, please just cut my damn hair. <laughs> I don't want to talk. Just, just cut hair. it and be done. Yeah. Okay, so where do you want to see yourself in two years from now? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. With your truck. Like, let, like serious game plan. Where do you want to see yourself time-wise in two years? Actually, let's cut that down for in a year. From today, let's say next year comes around. Next May, May 3rd. Next yep. Year. Uh. I don't know. I'd like to, you know, I'd like to put a bigger small block in the truck. Uh, it's got a 327 cubic inch motor in it right now. And I'd like to, you know, put a 400 in it, you know. Uh, that little 327 makes good power, but it don't make no torque. We, I mean, we got to spray the crap out of it to go <laughs> to, to do anything. And, uh, I mean, time-wise, you know, there are no time racers, street racers, stuff like that. But if I was going to put a time on it, I'd like to see the truck run, you know. Uh, Real low sixes, high fives. Yeah, real, real low six, high fives, like a, you know, 16s or 6.0s or 5.9s. Five five yeah, I'd really like to see it do that. I think you'll get there. Yeah, there's a lot of people that think we're fast, you know, just because. Dude, look, you're fast for an all-steel truck. Well, I mean, you look at the truck, and it launches real violent, and it looks fast. But it's not there in the big but end. But it's not at the big end, dude. The, the truck on the big end, it's, you know, everybody thinks it's hard to get one rolling, a 4,000-pound truck. It is. But. When you ain't got no stroke and no cubic inch, dude, that thing on the big end is it's an a turd. absolute turd. It is a slug, dude. But, I mean, we, we had fun with it. It don't matter. I just, uh, 
I've had people. You still go, get the womp 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 on yeah, some people. Sometimes you got you got hustle gas on people. It's just the way it is. But uh, I yeah, so people put a big block in it. Put a big block in it, and I'm like, you know what? I I like small blocks. Yeah. And it's my truck. You know a lot about small blocks, though. Right. And it uh, helps a lot to stick with small blocks. Right. Yeah. You know them like the back of your hand. Well, I mean, I don't know. About Speaking them. of hands, the gold watch. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to talk about that now. You don't leave the gold watch ever, do you? Dude, I don't even take this thing off, take a shower. So, I think we're going to cut it off here. Um, yeah. It's been a good, good session, man. It has. I really enjoyed it. This is one of very many that I think we're going to do. Yeah, probably. I'd like to. Uh, I'd like to see the podcast take off. Um, I'd like to do. You know, I think it would be cool to do podcasts with other people. It'd be a lot of fun. You know what I mean? Like other people in the community. Uh, Steersman. Steersman. Steersman would, yeah, because he's a great guy, super funny dude. I mean, there's a bunch of people out there you can sit down with and do a, do a podcast with. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff about sports and hunting. You don't like, ever hear about nothing about like street racing. And there's a couple, you know, podcasts about racing, but. There's nothing like this, though. Well. Not street racing, there's not. Well, there is a couple, but they're not big because either the way they present, you know, the podcast, they present themselves or, or other ways, you know what I'm saying? But uh, I think this could be something that could take off and uh, be something enjoyable for people to sit down and listen to while they're at work or driving on the road. Driving on the road, yeah. So let's give your Instagram handle out to people so that way they can give you a follow. Yeah. Um, if you uh, want to go ahead and give it out. The T-H-A underscore milk underscore man. Uh, I got Facebook, too. Like my Facebook page is Milk Truck. Uh, yeah, that's about it. You going to run through some sponsors? Yeah, I can uh, run through a couple sponsors. Let's see. We got uh, Renegade Race Fuel, um, Burke Brother Racing, Raven Tire, MBD Launch Landscapes, MBD Motorsports Promotions, Hall Marine, Bowtie Boneyard, Lane's Mobile Home Service, Modern Welling, and countless 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 uh friends and family that that help us and support us um without all those people i mean there's there's absolutely no way we could do any of this um i would have never imagined the truck uh, where it is at now um unless we would have had people behind us and it's just it's really great to see, you know, that the community for drag racing and people want to help out and everything is still there. And uh, as long as we got, you know, support and people behind us, we're always going to be out here, you know, doing whatever we can to help one another. To help one another race. I mean, it's just like with you. If you ever need anything, you know, I'm going to be there to help you. Or, you know, if I can get parts cheaper somewhere else, I want to help you do that. Uh, Same way with you, if I can help you, right? You know, I'm there for you. Yeah. You know, I'm leaving Tuesday, so right. what, first thing I told you, like, hey, you need anything before Tuesday, you better right. holler at me because I'm yeah. gone for a week. So it's all about helping people. Anyway, guys, we're going to close it out here. Thank you for listening to the very first episode, and I hope you enjoy your weekend. It'll probably be a week or so before we get another one out. Thank you.